What's up, everybody, and welcome back. I am Oscar Barkas, and with two guys to my left, uh, we are back. It is a surprise uh, Saturday episode coming at you. Here's episode 22 of the SOS Fantasy Football Podcast. Yeah, so we're uh, glad to be back, and we do have a surprise guest today, our friend Connor Calhoun, and we're going to have him in for the quick questions today before we do our normal rundown. So, Connor, you want to start us off over here? All right, so my uh, quick question is going to be, after four games, the NFC West looking very strong. I just want to know what your guys' picks are for the team that makes it out of that division. I think at least two teams uh, make it out of that division. Yeah, I would agree with that. I And call me crazy, three could make it out of the division, especially with the added seventh playoff team. Oh, I totally forgot about that, yep. actually. The seventh playoff team? Yep. That kind of changes the game. I could see three teams making it. Yeah. Because the Seahawks are really good. Yeah. The Rams and 49ers are both pretty good. The 49ers are figuring things out. They have a lot of injuries, too. Yeah, they're they're working on it. Um, but so I, think, I think a team could make the playoffs make the seventh seed at nine and seven i'm and i'm confident that the i'm confident i'm i'm locked into the seahawks are making yeah it, they're the best team in the nfc i'm i'm confident that the rams are making it yeah i've loved what i've seen from the rams they've so been far. so and they've good. only gotten better they yeah. should have beaten the bills yeah uh and then i am i you know the 49ers are obviously very talented even with the injuries so i'm i'm it would not be surprising if yeah. they if they were the seventh seed or the sixth seed. And the Cardinals are a dangerous team. I mean, like they're yeah, they're, they're weird. They're they still started off looking out. so great, and then they've kind of brought it back to what I thought they would be like this uh, this year. So um, certainly they could beat they could beat a, a better team. Oh, certainly. by far, yeah. But um, I don't think they'll make the playoff no. this year. But they that that division. Thank you, Connor. Is stacked. Yeah. Um, Sam, you got your uh, yeah, question? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, all right, so the Colts started off really shaky, right? They lost to the Jaguars in a close game, uh, admittedly, but they didn't look great. But they've seemingly righted the ship since then. All right, they've won every Big game time. since then. Yeah. Uh, Phillip Rivers has looked all right. John Taylor's looked good. And the teams looked good. Defense yeah. has looked great. Is this for real? Yes. Are they, are they, seri- are they a serious player in the in the league right now like i would call them the fifth best team in the afc fifth best in the afc yes so i mean chiefs ravens Mm -hmm. obvious steelers i would put the titans ahead of the colts the Titans. yeah i would probably oh sorry patriots patriots so so they'd be the sixth sixth no I, i think that the titans and colts is an argument that can be made I would probably book. I would probably go Colts over Titans, um, and I would say that uh, I'm. I, I I'm not totally convinced that the Patriots would beat them if they played each other. It'd be a good. Yeah, yeah I, it'd be I a agree. Good game. So but, I, uh, long as for sure, I th- I do think this is the real. Them. Oh yeah. I think this is the real them, not I, Week One. I think it's. We can go back to Episode Nineteen, I believe it was. Uh, I picked them as my in, in the AFC Championship game, so. That's I, true. A lot of people did. After week one, I was scared. <laughs> it didn't after, look great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Philip Rivers was kind of shaking the rust off. And uh, that team, I mean, Chris Ballard, 
credit to him. He's one of the best general managers oh. in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Frank Wright, great coach. Great coach. So They have built the team that they want, and it, it looks good. Oh, yeah. Um, and they will be trading for Sam Darnold after the season's over. Bold prediction. That'd be cool. Get Sam Darnold a chance yeah. with a good team. After the Jets draft Trevor Lawrence. You take those words out of your mouth. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence will be a Jaguar. He, Gardner Minshew's so... Okay. Gardner Minshew's better than I gave him credit for. He is. I, yeah. He's good. He's, he's a good a quarterback. Good, he's a good quarterback. He Do you is, want him on your team as your, as the franchise quarterback? No. Do you want to give him a deal for no. five I years? I heard no. someone compare him the other day. This perfect comparison. Gar, Gardner Minshew, equal sign, Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> they will have the same career. I, I would love without that. Without a doubt. I would love that. Journeyman, always good, but not good enough. So yeah. he'll come in for a team that seems like they can make a, ch- make a move and they're just not going to be good enough. So he'll be... Like a two or three year starter every place he goes. Yeah, I'm, I'm fully confident. He's just man. not. In... Trevor Lawrence is going to be a Jaguar. Just wait. Yeah, he. I'm Gardner Minshew. Love him to death. He's not Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. So he'll. No. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna wrap us up on questions with this. I saw there was an industry draft. People did a redraft of players. Now that we're. Quarter of the way through the season. Yep. How early do you draft James Robinson? How early do I draft James Robinson? Ooh, I am big in on James Robinson, mainly because I have him in actually every league I'm in. Yeah, and that was I have him on every best. team. It's the best move you could have made. For um, sure. I would probably take him in the second round. I might draft him in the first. He's getting a heck we, of a we, heck of a work. Yeah, we look. The, the top three running backs, top four really, clear clear as day from now on in my mind. Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, in no particular order. Okay. Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, Kareem Hunt, Dalvin Cook. From then on, James Robinson has a case. That's, I mean, I would take Zeke over him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Fair. It gets rough after that. It gets rough after that. But I, it, it does. I, I think it'd be the top of the second round would be. Yeah, like, yeah. Where, so where, where you drafted Austin Eckler this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's very good. He's and so and good. the the news this week has been that they want to get him more touches. Yeah, so I meant to add that to our news section. So I'm glad he, you brought he it has. Up. I believe it's he has 14 catches on 15 targets. Yeah, for a bunch of yards. And he's, he's so getting good. A, and he's getting basically every running back touch that the Jaguars have. So, I and yeah. the weird thing is, you go back and watch him. He went to Illinois State, correct? Yeah, Illinois State. You go back and watch him in college. He was fine. He wasn't that though. No, no, I no. It's kind of like Chris Carson coming out of Oklahoma State. Yes, he was a seventh rounder. Because mm-hmm. he, I mean, he was good at Oklahoma State, but he wasn't good enough. No, certainly not. There's a reason and, he was a seventh round. Yeah. There's a reason James Robinson was undrafted. Yeah, but beyond the fact that he went to Illinois State, he is making the Jags very happy. I'm sure. Yes. So that is a that is a bright spot on a otherwise uh, pretty sorry team. Speaking mm-hmm. of not really bright spots, weird transition. But we're gonna get into some news and start with coronavirus. <laughs> It is starting to hit the league pretty hard. Um, obviously, we missed a game with Tennessee last week. 
And the good news is there in, in New England, the, the, the other place that there was a small outbreak, um, there are no more positives for the last two days. So I think that both teams can go back into their They're allowed to go back, resume tomorrow. practicing, yes. yes. Um, so that's good. But there's still a chance of spread because Stefan Gilmore got tested in, or just got tested positive in New England, like, Tuesday. Yeah. So there's, there's a chance of spread still, but... Um, the teams can practice if they'd like to. There were new positives reported today in Chicago and Kansas City. Um, luckily, the Bears already played, so that, that yeah. game is taken care of. It's, it will most definitely affect how we handle next week. Uh, and then Kansas City, that puts that game this week. Puts it in jeopardy for sure. It was a, it was a strength and conditioning co- coach that tested positive but obviously coaches are around the players all the time so you know i mean we'll have more news by tomorrow morning for sure i'm sure they've all gotten tested and they they're getting the results right now so hopefully it comes back maybe we'll get a jet situation where it's false positive maybe it's not and we're we just you know quarantine that guy and we got lucky but it's tough. It's I could very, air. I could very easily, you know, knock on wood, see the situation becoming Kansas City. They play the game, and then there's all of a sudden both teams have a bunch of positives. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't want to put any negative situations up in the air, but there's there's no telling what happens. We're starting to see more uh, more of the effects of the coronavirus. Um, it's you know they got through three weeks where we're like, ah, it's kind of, it's working better than I thought. And then, you know, and then Tennessee boom. happens and yeah. New York, or New it's England. hard managing a hundred person staff minimum. That's fair. Minimum. That's fair. It's hard to keep track of all of that, but I do have a feeling that Tennessee did not follow proper protocols. No. So many people got positive no. tests. There had to be something yeah. going on there. Uh, well, the good news here, the jets, there was a positive reported yesterday. Yeah. It was a false positive. I know you guys were all worried. You <laughs> wanted to play your Jets. Yeah, so but, many Jets to play. Uh, um, for, now for you me, can't. For me, it was just the Cardinals because they, that's who the Jets are playing this week, and there's a lot of startable Cardinals. Um, all in all, I just want to say I'm the commissioner for our main league, and something that I've done that I've seen a lot of commissioners do across fantasy is say... With these games that are up in the air, just text me what your backup player has to be someone on your team, and you have to text the backup who the backup is before both games start. Right. Um, but like with this this Kansas City uh, Las Vegas game, Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback. Have a backup quarterback and text me and say, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, Ryan Tan. Ryan Tanhill. Not is Ryan Tanhill. Yeah, I mean, he's on Tennessee, but yeah. <laughs> Bad example, but you get the gist, yeah. Gardner Minshew is my backup quarterback right. for the week. And uh, that that is good enough for me. I'll just go back and retroactively apply yeah. uh, Gardner Minshew into the lineup. That's something that I'm recommending to everyone. It's a pretty good way of doing it. Plus, it's, it's a fun game. Like Fantasy is for fun. I get that we get competitive, but all in all, this is a weird year. It's you just gotta. It's yeah. it's just like when people get hurt. I mean, you gotta roll with the punches. Yeah. It sucks, but 
I mean, at the end of the year, if you're saying, "Hey, I would have won the title if not for coronavirus," you're a, you're not a good manager. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're a good manager, you can work around it, make yep. some trades, make some pickups. I mean, if you're a good manager, you can field a good team through through injuries, through coronavirus, all of that. Yeah, and I, I just wanted to bring that up because as a commissioner, there's ways to handle this also. So b- between the two, we, we're still able to play fantasy football. Right. Um, in non-COVID news, we've got some small injury updates. First of all, Green Bay and Detroit are on by. Hopefully you already know this. This is a Saturday episode, so... By now, I, I'd hope. <laughs> if not, uh, go ahead and take those guys out of your lineups. It isn't a, it's not a glitch that they're projected zero points. They probably will have zero points come by the time the end of the week comes around. They will. So uh, we'll never say never, Oscar. You're telling me I should put Devontae Adams. <laughs> All I'm, in my no, starting. I'm saying he's probably gonna have zero, but never say never. Okay. Okay. What if Devontae Adams gets traded to, to I don't know, uh, the Cardinals? tomorrow and then he plays crazy anyway um ir news love bell is back so that means he's back to averaging two yards a carry for the jets yep he will get a bunch of carries he will get a bunch yeah he's he's valuable he is he's valuable yeah rb2 or flex option um i've been trying to trade for him to no avail (laughs) Uh, we had some bad running back injuries again last week. Austin Eckler and Nick Chubb both are out for significant time. Austin Eckler had a hamstring injury, and it looked like he was out for the season when it happened. Yeah. Um, luckily, it's more like a probably four-ish weeks that he's out, and then he'll come back slowly, I would imagine. Right, right. It'll and be then, at least six weeks until you have Austin Eckler like back. he used to be. Yeah. And then Nick Chubb is going to be more of a six to eight week. It was a MCL. It was an MCL, yeah. Yeah. And he, yeah, that, that looked bad also, and he'll be out longer. Um, good news for Kenyon Drake, or for Kareem Hunt. Oh, uh, absolutely. On, Kareem, on. fire up your, if you have any shares of Kareem Hunt, which I am proud that I do, fire him up. He's yeah. going to be awesome. That's why I mentioned him at, six the, weeks. at the at the beginning. Quick question. He is in that top group of running backs. Certainly. Um, Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, Cam Akers, and A.J. Brown all have been out for the last week or two and all are looking like they're back. Um, Jimmy G is going to be hampered by that high ankle sprain. Quarterbacks never, Russell Wilson's worst statistical season as a quarterback was when he had a high ankle sprain. So Yeah. Uh, how much of a difference do you think it makes to the team as a whole, the 49ers, Jimmy G with the high ankle sprain coming back versus Nick, Nick Mullins. Mullins or C.J. Beathard? Yeah. None. Besides the fact that Nick Mullins had a horrible interception last week. Yeah. Other than that, I don't no, think there's, there's really yeah. any difference there. They will be running the ball a lot. Yeah. And then lastly, Julio and Michael Thomas, two superstar wide receivers, both questionable. Julio is in my opinion, not playing. Uh, you, uh, my The way I'm going about it is, if Julio is on your, in your, on your team, I'm not putting him in the lineup this yeah. week, even if he's going to play. Yeah. Because, like we saw it the last time, he played the game, got injured, you were Ow. super upset you yeah. played him that week. It's yeah. just not worth it. Just give him a week, let it, see a full game of him, and then you can start playing him again. And then Michael Thomas is supposed to play he, he practiced in full today i believe right. but the saints have a bye next week 
a lot of the times teams will take their superstar players, give them some extra time. That's what the uh, Titans were going to do with A.J. Brown. Also, something to be said for the fact that he has not played football in several weeks, and he hasn't been practicing up until this week, really. Um, and then he wasn't practicing in full until just recently. So, Michael Thomas plays. I'm not going to be upset with you if you play him. Just don't be surprised if he doesn't look that great <laughs> coming no. off of this injury. No. So, yeah, it may it may take a week. You know, after the bye, he may come back and be Michael Thomas again. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cut and him some slack. That will wrap up our news for the week. We had a shorter news segment, like I mentioned. Uh, we've got two main segments. We've got our start and sits, obviously. We'll get to those in a second. But first, we have a little segment that I'm going to call Can We Drop These Players? So we have a lot of guys <laughs> on this list who were either drafted high or drafted later but had pretty high expectations um and they have not performed nope nope yeah so do you want to i'll uh, yeah i'll start, start us off, off here my first uh my first one wide receiver drafted in probably the fourth round yeah ty hilton indianapolis colts he has not looked great the connection no, it's weird the connection with philip rivers is not it's there it's off i mean he did he they missed. They had had a chance in week two, I believe, for a, for a fifty yard touchdown. Yeah. That Philip Rivers missed. Philip Rivers missed it. Um, so that might be a saving grace. Other than grace, that, though, other than that, it really has not looked great. Yeah. He, he hasn't been getting that many targets. No, Zach Pascal was the better wide receiver in the Colts last week. Yeah, and uh, you know it's it's just looking. The outlook is bleak. He hasn't looked great. Uh, he hasn't looked like Ty Hilton really since. Andrew Luck retired. Yeah. Um, so can you drop him? Can I drop him? Probably. In most leagues, yeah. In most leagues. Uh, if you're in a 12-team league, 12 or 14, probably not. Probably not. I would just trade him for what you can get for him. Or, I mean... I'm... I, this are is, you a hold? You this just, is so hard for me to say. Because I'm the, pro- the problem is... You're not putting him into your life. No. No, I'm He's waiting. He's not going to play for I'm, you. I'm waiting until he has a week... And after that big week, I would consider trading him first, but also that's when I'd start thinking about flexing him. He has not been good in the last two years for fantasy. However, the Colts don't have any active wide receivers right now. Paris Campbell's out for the year. Michael Pittman's out for a while. It's him and Zach Pascal, and he Pascal looked like the better receiver last year, but or last week, but T.Y., I just I was so high on him coming into the season. I was thinking that he would be the new Keenan Allen for Philip Rivers, mm-hmm. and that's just not been the case. I'm I'm still holding on, but I would I would get it if you needed to drop him. So in the last five, no, in the last uh, let's see, seven games he's played. Uh huh. Last seven games. This is going back into last season. He has two games over sixty five percent snap share. Okay, yep. he has uh, two games uh, above five targets. Yep, that's just not enough. No, and it's not. It's he. He doesn't look like Ty Hilton, but I'm not at the drop yet because he's got the name value. People are gonna if you drop Ty Hilton, people will spend some fab for him. 
That's true. That's true. We uh, I also should say we are uh, the last time he scored above eight points, eight point seven points was week seven last yeah. year. It's been a long time. It's been almost so, sixteen games. I, all I'm saying is there's no guarantee he does it this season. No, there's not. I I'm not a drop. Okay. Uh, my first name here is AJ Green. And if you've watched him, he looks bad. He looks like Gronk did two years ago when yep. he was hobbling all over the field. I mean, yep. and, and I was thinking uh, after the first couple of weeks, I actually traded for him because his target share is so high. Mm-hmm. I'm full on dropping A.J. Green. He looks bad. I'm also dropping can't, A.J. Green. Can't get together with Joe Burrow. Mm-mm. And the the Bengals have other good receivers. Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins are stepping up. They'd, They're playing great. And this is AJ Green's contract year. I think I'm I'm out. I am dropping him, and uh, I put. I mean, listen, AJ Green has not looked great. It's the same reason I'm dropping Ty Hilton. I would much rather watch someone spend a bunch of fab and put them on their team and have that wasted roster spot over there than have him wasted on wasted on my team. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh-uh. However, again, the name value. Listen, I would at this point I would give myself one week. I'd say, all right, if I don't trade. T.Y. Hilton or A.J. Green, by the end of this week, if I can't find any value for him at all, drop. I'm going to drop. Yep. You know, give yourself a deadline. Don't yep. just don't just sit in purgatory. My second name for this week is DeAndre Swift, running back for the Detroit Lions. DeAndre Swift, listen, he's had he's at the beginning he was used and it was promising and he looked all right. He had that horrible drop week one to win the game that sucked, but he's being used. Yep. Which was nice. And then all of a sudden, he wasn't used at all. He got one touch in week three, I believe. Adrian Peterson has been the main, uh, the main uh, running back. Sure has, in that and team. he was signed the week before. He the was season signed started. the week before the season started. So, what does that tell you about how they view DeAndre Swift or Carryon Johnson, for that matter? Um, now he did end up with a good week last week. He had a touchdown. A touchdown. He had four receptions. For thirty yards, twenty-two yards on the on the ground, and a touchdown. I mean, you take that touchdown. Like, That's not that good a no. game. No, it really isn't. No. So it's like five or six points. And he certainly is not going to get a touchdown every week. You cannot count on that. No. Uh, I think this is more of a testament to I don't want any part of I want I don't want anything to do with the Lions' backfield no. in general. Uh-uh. Um, but to me, it's the same situation. You try and trade him for a couple days, or you drop him. He's not worth having on the team. He's not yeah, he's not worth wasting a roster spot on, but I think that for him you can trade him. I, I think that you can Especially coming off last week. Yeah, yeah. Uh but yeah, I'm I'm getting him off my team. My next name is Emmanuel Sanders. <laughs> who Ooh. Man, we thought he was going to be good filling in for Michael Thomas especially and I mean, Drew Brees looks bad, and he's not getting the ball to his receivers very. I well. would say Drew Brees is bad <laughs> right now. That is fair enough. That yeah, is a fair I would, statement. I, I think I would say that he yeah. he's and, playing poorly, and it's affecting Emmanuel Sanders. They can't get on the same page. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, he does have double digit points in the last two weeks. He had not. He had ninety three yards last week. 
Michael Thomas is coming back. Yes. That's not going to help Emmanuel Sanders. Not one bit. He had six receptions last week. That's not going to happen in a game that has Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara in it. Also, Jared Cook, you know. Trade Emmanuel Sanders. I think you can trade him. Absolutely. After two weeks weeks of double-digit points. Absolutely trade him. Um, I I think this is one you can hang on to because you can trade him. You can absolutely trade him. Yeah. You, so you can hang on to him. Don't drop Emmanuel Sanders. But I would trade him, for sure. <laughs> I don't want him on my team. Uh, Jarvis Landry is the next name on my list. Before uh, you say anything, I am dropping Jarvis Landry. You're dropping Jarvis Landry? Yes. He's looked so bad. Yeah. He's done almost nothing all year. Yeah. OBJ's had a coming out party. He looks great. If, if the Dallas game had anything to say... Um, I uh, the only thing Jarvis Landry has done this year is throw a freaking bomb thirty nine yard touchdown, which was great, fantastic, great play. But he's not going to throw a thirty nine yard touchdown. No, he's not even going to get again this again this. I don't think it happens again this year. No. So uh, you know Jarvis Landry. Now I will say, last year, weeks one through three. Yep, he was bad. He was terrible. Yep. And weeks then, four through seventeen, he was awesome. Yep. Top fifteen. Top wide fifteen wide receiver. It's week four now. He's still bad, but there's always that breakout potential. There is, is it worth it? There is. Is it worth it? No. I I listen. I have more faith in Jarvis than I do in T Y. Yeah. And in A J Green. Oh well, that's yeah. Obviously. Yeah. So I am. If you're if you have these three guys on your and you're dropping two, <laughs> I drop the other two. I keep Jarvis. Hopefully that's not the case. That that would suck. But uh, I I actually I I have more faith in Jarvis than I do. So I'm not dropping him yet. I I would give him a week or two. More. Uh, yeah, I'll, I will give I, him more time. Yeah. But I don't think it happens. I the Browns are such a run heavy team. That's true. And that their running game is so much it's, better. And it's than so it has it's been. so good. Their run blocking is phenomenal. Their pass blocking is okay. Yep. And Baker, it's it's really only happening on play action for them, on pass, passing game wise. And Jarvis Landry, for I mean, he's a slot receiver. He's not going to be the guy Baker looks to on a play action play. Not to mention the Browns are three and one for yeah. the first time in a long. It's time. working. The run game is working. So and he is not performing. So yeah. you know it could it could definitely continue. Uh, My, now now uh, if they start getting down huge. In games, yeah, oh, and Baker for sure. has to pass it a ton. Jarvis, Jarvis will, will start. Will start getting yeah. more targets. It's yeah. just you know, does that happen? Right. Uh, my next name here is Mark Ingram. <laughs> it's this hurts so bad because first of all, I love the guy. Oh. He is one of my favorite NFL players. Has been since I can remember. Uh, secondly, he's good. Like he's, he's a good running back. He's a good running back. The thing we're talking about with James Robinson, he just he just needed the opportunity, and he was good. I think Mark Ingram's kind of the same. Sure, sure. Uh, but he's not getting the opportunity. The no. Ravens, first of all, the, something looks off with their offense. They're not completely there yet. No. And even when they are there, they've got three good running backs on the roster. And they're using them all. And they're using Gus them Edwards- all. I think Mark Ingram is getting like six to ten touches a game. Yeah, right which, now, is which is not enough. It's not enough. He to be, could fall in the to end be zone, someone but. that, I mean, I, I'll say this: I'm not dropping Mark Ingram, but 
he is a desperation flex play for me. I, I guess. Yeah, I you know, he's another person you see what you can get for him on the trade market. I he, I it would be super hard for me to drop him. I yeah. don't think I could do it. No. Um not for I mean, look at the running backs in your waiver wire. Tell me you want one of those running backs more than Mark Ingram. You probably can't. Um it's just, you know, we knew regression was coming. Oh, yeah. He had so many touchdowns last year. Speaking but, of touchdowns, man. he will have a week this year where he catches uh, catches a touchdown and runs two in. He'll have he'll have a two or three touchdown game, maybe in the next two or three weeks. Sure. Trade him immediately after. Yeah, I mean, ugh. sad stuff. All yeah. right, my next player is Marvin Jones, wide receiver for the Detroit Lions. I'm just kind of going in on the lions on this uh segment deandre yeah, Swift, marvin him. jones uh and i it sucks because i had high hopes for the lions coming into the season but marvin jones ha- is <laughs> has done nothing yeah him and i thought when uh, i thought kenny galladay was gone i thought okay marvin jones is gonna kill it with a Stafford. nope nope first of all matthew stafford hasn't looked as good as he did last year not when at he was all healthy. um so that connection not never really took advantage of anything Kenny Galladay's back now, so he's like, okay, maybe the problem was he needs to be a number two. Take advantage of that. Nope. Hasn't happened. So he's just been not great all around. You know, Marvin Jones is the perennial uh, value pick at wide receiver, and he is always in late rounds, and he always ends up as a top 20 receiver. Yep. That's it's not, not going to happen, happen this year. No. That's not going to happen. And if you can't, if he's never going to have blow-up games, he's not good for much. No. So, no. you know... It's just tough, and he's a player. Like if someone, if someone offered me a Ty Hilton, I would, you know, at least like make me do a double take. You know, mm-hmm. if someone offers me Marvin Jones, no, not really. It's just <laughs> no. like it's just like what is this going to yeah, do for that, me? You know, that doesn't help. So in. I think it's going to be harder to, to trade that guy than it is the others. He might be a drop for me. I don't think he's a drop for me because I don't know. Matt Patricia is a bad head coach, and uh, Daryl Bevel has not looked good as an offensive coordinator. And That's I, fair. I, I think that they'll probably get fired this season. I think. Oh, I happens. think so, too. And so if it happens soon, there's a chance that that opens some things up for the offense. Also, I always have one of these guys on my team. Right now, it's me, Cole Hardman. It, there's a chance he scores you zero points. There's a chance he does absolutely nothing. Sure. But there's also a chance that Marvin Jones catches a 60-yard touchdown, and that's all you need. And I That's fair. And so for, like, bye weeks and stuff like that, I keep a guy like this on my team to put in my flex or fill in a wide receiver spot because there's always the chance. So I'm, I'm kind of out on dropping. I'm, I'm still in on Marvin Jones. That's a good point. But also, he had nine yards last week sure did. on one catch. Sure did. So, not great. Uh, I'll bring up my next name here. And this one hurts me because I think that he'll have a good week this week. I think I think that... I don't know. You will you willing to say that for sure? No. Yeah. No, because DJ Moore... I, I'd rather <laughs> DJ Moore have a good week. And sure. he's not having good weeks. Um, Curtis Samuel... The Robbie Anderson signing to the Panthers just completely destroyed his value. Yeah, I might. I think I'm dropping him. Oh, I would absolutely drop it. Yeah, without okay. a thought. Okay, without a thought. Uh, 
Robbie Anderson on the Panthers is the real deal. Like he's oh, he's, he's not going so away. Good. He looks great. He's so he good. He looks great. And uh, DJ Moore is a talented guy. Uh-huh. Although you know, my opinion of him has dropped considerably. It's hurt this uh, sure. this season. Um, but and I like the Panthers' offense. They're not going to feed that many mouths. Curtis no. Samuel is not going to be the mouth. I mean, Mike Davis is going to be good. DJ Moore is going to be. It might will probably be good. Robbie Anderson is going to be good. Not Curtis Samuel. Yeah. Okay. We're out so, on him. I'm out. My next, my last name for this, uh, for this, can we drop them segment is Brandon Cooks, wide receiver for the Houston Texans. The uh, the saving grace here is, of course, Bill O'Brien is gone. Yes, there there are so a few saving different. graces in my in my. It's mind. different. Also, the Texans have had a hard schedule. Most yep. of their games have been against really tough, really opponents. good defenses. Uh, and you know, Brandon Cooks is new to the team and stuff. The bottom line is he's not producing. No, he had a really, really good week two, and yeah. outside of that, I think has like five points combined yeah. between the other three. Um, the saving grace in my mind, first of all, Will Fuller is quite possibly the most injury uh, riddled, injury prone wide receiver in the NFL. Will Fuller oh, absolutely. goes down. Brandon Cooks is a lot better in, in my mind. That's fair. But the other thing is, yeah, Bill O'Brien's gone. I think that the offense is a little better. But it's, The bottom line is, I didn't want him on my team coming into the season. Yeah, I didn't either. I certainly don't want him now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, but I think... He'll have some good games this year, and if you really don't want him, hold him and trade him after a good game. Is that's that's where yeah, I'm, I'm fine at. with that. And that's kind of where I'm at with this next player, Michael Gallup. This one hurts me a lot. He's so good, but with C.D. Lamb joining the team, Dalton Schultz looking killer at tight end. There's not enough targets. He's gonna have some really. He had a he had a like thirty point week three, and other than that. You have hated playing him. That's fair. That's fair. I still see Michael Gallup as the primary deep threat, though. Yeah. I think he's the go-to deep threat on that team. I think he's got enough targets to warrant uh, to warrant him being... I mean, he's been in the mix. He's he's put up some has bad numbers. He? he has been in the mix. Okay, he's, he's been in the mix. He had a really good week three. Also... The Cowboys, Dak Prescott, threw for 502 passing yards last week. Right. You want to know how many passing yards, Michael, or reception yards Michael Gallup had? Yeah. Like 29. 29. He did. I just checked. It's 29 yards. Yeah. So, I again, I said this with Brandon Cooks. I said this with Michael Gallup. He's really good, and I think that he'll have some blow-up games. So, if, if you want to treat him as like that Marvin Jones, like I just mentioned... Deep threat, you you just put him in in a week that you need to score a lot of points with the hope that he has a big game, but he's not the consistent wide receiver two that we thought he was coming into the season. I agree with that. So last week, his 29 yards, he got two of five targets. So yeah. he had five targets, yeah. and I guarantee you he catches two more of those targets and he has 70 yards. Yeah. So, you know, he's getting the looks. 
The week before that, he had nine targets. Yeah. You know, he's getting the looks. Yeah. And so volume I'm, is he, there. I'm not dropping him. I, I will, I'll make that clear. Uh, he has disappointed. Volume is there. He's on one of the most high-powered offenses in the league, if not the most high-powered offense in the league, with one of the worst defenses in the league. That's a recipe for a wide receiver I can I can I can feel fine about having on my bench. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> uh, we got some more names to mention, and then we'll move into our start sits. This is really sad, but we mentioned some older guys earlier: T.Y. Hilton and A.J. Green. Some more old guys here: Larry Fitzgerald, Frank Gore. Drop them. It's it's over. Yeah, it's time. It's it's time. Let them yeah. go. They're not they're not doing anything for your team. Just yep. let them go. Tom Brady looks good in age. Some of these other guys do not. Um, let's move into our start sits, though. Do you want to start us off with the first game of the week? Yeah, first game of the week. Panthers-Falcons. The barn burner that this is going to be. It's going to be such a fun game. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And my my start of this week is all Carolina weapons. Of course, not Ian Thomas. You can... Listen, Ian Thomas would be an, an interesting play if you yes. need to help at tight end. I think there's some better tight ends on the way oh, yeah, yeah. to be played here. Uh, and, and, of course, and the other caveat is Curtis Samuel, um, who I, I talked about earlier. I saw all Carolina weapons. Yeah. I thought that maybe we could bring my boy back in. No, no, no. no. I'm out on Cur- Curtis Samuel. That includes this week. This is the, I mean, this is why I'm a drop for him, is even against the Falcons, I don't think he's going to have a yeah. good game. Okay. And the Falcons stink, and yeah. they're going to score a bunch. You know, it's it's the opportunity is giving there, and I don't think it's going to happen for them. Um, so, but Mike Davis, uh, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore. If D, my my thing that I'm going to say about this game is if DJ Moore does not have a good week this week, I, panic time. I think it's panic time. I think I would agree with that. I think I go from about a five panic to close to ten. Yeah. And then the biggest one is I think Teddy Bridgewater is, Bridgewater is a good QB to play this week. I think he might be the best streamable option this week. Probably. In most leagues, definitely. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to say about this game, Matt Ryan, when he doesn't have Julio Jones on the field, is a bad quarterback. Yep. Uh, not as much for real life. I think he's, he's still a, a, one of those top guys. But for fantasy, do not play Matt Ryan this week. Um, hopefully you don't have to. Yeah. Uh, my my game that I'm going to start with is the Bills Titans. This one's kind of up in the air. Hopefully it gets played, but we're still kind of awaiting news from Tennessee. Yeah, it's but starting to look better. I, I like. It I, is. I do think this game gets played on Tuesday. Yeah. So, for what it's worth, it's just the the problem is if you are expecting to play Derrick Henry or AJ Brown or someone like that. You get to Tuesday and they're not playing. There's no one to pivot do, to. Do, hopefully your league is doing what I mentioned earlier. Say that you're playing Derrick Henry. Yep. Uh, play. Text your commissioner, hey, my backup is this running back on my bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will say that my start this week for this game is A.J. Brown. He's had time to rest, his knee bruise, mm-hmm. bone bruise. He has had an off week last week. And I think he's a killer. I, I, he's going to be what you drafted him to be. I actually disagree with this one. Do you really? And it's mainly because of who he's going to have to go against. 
Buffalo's defense has not looked as good as we thought it was going to be this year. And sure. A.J. Brown's really good. I'm not willing to say that they're not as good as they were last year, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not either. i not say that. Uh, I think that they have some killers in the secondary. Listen, I, I'm not, certainly I'm not saying sit A.J. Brown. Put him in your lineup if you have him, if you have him on your team. But I don't think he has a great week this week. Like if I've, I'm I'm thinking somewhere more in the realm of you know ten to twelve points, ten fourteen points somewhere in there. That's kind of what not, I'm thinking too. But the uh, some people may think AJ Brown's been hurt. They haven't played in a little while. I'm gonna wait one more week. Start your guy. That, sure, that's, yeah, no, that was enough. that was my point of bringing that up. You gotta swing us to our next game. Yeah, Raiders Chiefs. This one's now up in the air as well due to some COVID related uh, problems. Uh, but I mean, for all intents and purposes, the way we're talking about them, it's happening. So, um, my start for this game... Read it like you put it on the dock. Alright, so what I wrote in the dock was... Ugh. <laughs> Sammy Watkins. Yeah, that's a that's an ugh, for now, sure. Now, okay, listen. Sammy Watkins, he showed up in week one, he hasn't showed up since. It's the classic Sammy Watkins. Only plays in week one. Whatever. Great. He plays for the Chiefs. He has Patrick Mahomes. At any point in time, anyone on the Chiefs has a chance to have 40 fantasy points. That's what that's how it goes with the Chiefs. Uh, I'm not saying he's going to have 40 fantasy points here. What I am saying is Patrick Mahomes against the Raiders' defense. He's going to be He's really going to be able and, to do whatever he wants. And it's a divisional wants. game, so I think that Andy Reid isn't going to slow down. Like no, he, and, and like the Raiders are going to score some points too. Yeah, so they I will. Don't, I don't think it'll be an absolute blowout or no. anything like that. Um, so Sammy Watkins will get some targets, and I think he'll make make do with them. I think he is. I think uh, I think he's projected for eleven points, and I think he will get more than eleven points. Oh damn! That's you know, I think I think you he's are gonna, in on. I Sammy think he's going to have uh, north of sixty yards. <sighs> okay, and that probably means he has a touchdown too. Probably, yeah, yeah. probably. Uh, all right. Well, we've got another. Actually, the Cardinals Jets game is clear. Um, so I didn't have to move. There's no COVID scare there. Um, you're starting everyone in in uh, Arizona, obviously. They're great offense. Don't have to tell you to start your Kyler Murray or DeAndre Hopkins. But right. there is one and only one Jet that I'm playing this week. Le'Veon Bell, I'm more in on him later down the season. I talked about him already. Yep. It's gonna He's going to be slow out the gates. He might just be slow in general. But I'm playing Jamison Crowder and no one else. I agree with you. That's I agree with you there. I like Jamison Crowder just because, you know, in the in the games he's played, he's done nothing but be great. Yeah. You know, and be the only thing that's great and get peppered with targets. So yeah. you get if you're guaranteed a ten north of ten targets every game, you're a playable asset. And you are an NFL player. Yeah, you're a playable you're asset. Be good. Uh so my question to you would be, um, are you cool with starting both Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds? Are both of those guys, are you cool with putting them in your lineup? Because it's the Jets, who have a pretty good run defense, mm-hmm. probably not. I I think that I'm still playing Kenyon Drake for one more week. Mm-hmm. But if we start seeing his usage slip like we saw last week, I might be sitting him and moving to Chase Edmonds. I'm right there with you. Okay. It's uh, getting close to panic time for Kenyon Drake. Yeah. More than DJ Moore, I would say. Yeah. Because okay. DJ Moore has had a good game. Uh-huh. Kenny Drake hasn't. No. 
Uh, all right, next game is the Eagles Steelers. Uh, and I think this one goes without saying, but my sit for this game is any Eagles wide receiver. You don't want to play Greg Ward? No. And we tried it. We tried it we last did. week. You, we did. Yeah, we, I, we I said, it. I said, Greg Ward, play him. That was my fault. That was my fault. God, the Eagles are so bad. They dude. don't look great. And they're playing the Steelers this week. Who are who the best are defense in the league. I'm really I'm willing freaking to say good. Yeah. Um, and I, listen, as a Cowboys fan, I'm totally ready to see the Steelers just wall up the Eagles. Obviously. Fantasy manager, I don't want anything to do with the Eagles. I'm, I'm worried about playing Zach Ertz. You have to play Zach Ertz if you drafted him. You can't. You, if you drafted Zach Ertz, you drafted him in the fourth round, you have to play him. Or you can pick up Mo Alley Cox. In fact, actually, I would say don't pick up Mo Alley Cox this week. I think my pickup for, of tight end for this week would be Eric Ebron on yeah. the other side of this ball. Other side of the ball. Yeah. I'm playing Eric Ebron over Zach Ertz. <sighs> Listen, I wouldn't. I would not. I would not be upset with you. I just. I'd be nervous to do it myself. I mean, um, and then you know, you're not starting Carson Wentz. You have to play. I will say the one player you have to play is Miles Sanders. Oh, yeah. You're not going to be happy with him this week. No. You know the Steelers are allowing running backs to average 2.3 yards per carry this season, which is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And Miles Sanders is My, As, Miles Sanders is going to be the only weapon. Yeah. He's going to get clobbered. Yeah. Constantly. Yeah. So uh, look look for the Eagles to lose this one and to, for you to not and be happy with this actually. To play. This game and the next one are the biggest blowouts of the week, in my mind. Uh, and the next one is the Rams versus the football team. Classic. And unless you have to, I'm sitting <laughs> the Rams running backs. There's three pretty talented running backs in yeah, this backfield. Yeah. And as a whole, they're going to have a lot of value. Sure, sure. The Rams are going to be good on the ground. Yeah. They but they'll they will probably run for 150 yards plus on the football team. Oh yeah, it's going to be like 40 <laughs> yards to Cam Akers, 60 yards to Malcolm Brown. Like, yeah, no, I am right there with you. Uh, in fact, we were talking about Cam Akers in the news section. I wanted to mention that I'm not playing him this week uh, until he shows me something. Yeah, that I mean that that goes that goes with just about all of them. Malcolm Brown had a great week one. Yeah, no, pretty good last week. Sure, but none of them have been spectacular no. at any point uh, uh-huh. since. So, you know, I'm really playing the wait, waiting game and here. It's it sucks because all three of them are talented running backs in my mind. Sure. And also, I mean, it should be said that the football team, one of the things they do the best is run defense. Yeah. They're really good on run defense. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know. But I am playing everyone else on the Rams' offense. Yeah, and uh, I'll take this moment to say fire up your Antonio Gibson shares. Yeah. He's going to be really good this week. He's going to be really good the rest of the season. <laughs> I'm very excited about him. Uh, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm having trouble with my running backs because I want to play oh, him so bad. Wah. Who do yeah. I start at running back? <laughs> wah. <laughs> yeah, start Screw him. You. Play Antonio Gibson. He's going to be really good. He's... They're going to be down big, and he's going to get receptions, and he's going to do Antonio Gibson things with them. Um, all right, next next game of the week, Bengals-Ravens. The Ravens should just stomp the Bengals. Should. I don't think it happens, though. I also I, don't I think, think it happens. I think it's a pretty good game. Uh, I think the Ravens win by, you know, 14 points. Oof. I they're, do. 
The spread is 13 and a half. I think that I'd take the under. I, well, I think that crazy the Bengals are going to cover. Anyway, uh, my start for this week is I'm saying keep playing Hollywood Brown. He has he's up there. In the, he, I think he's in the top five for air yards for yeah. wide receivers. They just have been a little off on the connection yeah. so far. Lamar and uh, either Lamar's off or Hollywood's off. Uh, they've been a little off, but he's getting the targets. He's getting the air yards. I trust me, and I think it's this week that they finally connect on some long so. on some long so. passes. Hollywood, I mean, he's a streaky player. He's he's a hot and cold player, but that's what you knew you were getting. And he's he's the type of player that you'd pair with a Robert Woods or someone who's more consistent, and you you just play it that you way. You make it work. Yeah, and so it's keep gonna work him. this week. In keep my playing mind. him. He is going to be okay. Uh, Sit AJ Green though. What? Sit AJ Green. We talked about him earlier. Obviously, we're gonna drop him. And yeah. You're saying to sit him up. Sit AJ Green. Uh, the Ravens defense is very good. Yep. It's very good. One of the best yep. in the league. Their secondary is great. They have Marcus Peters and um, I. For the life of me, I can't remember the other cornerback's name, but he's also very good. Uh, so just pivot for the week. Yeah. Uh, my next game I'm gonna talk about is the Jags Texans. This is a uh, rivalry week for the the co-hosts. Um, <laughs> Sam's a big Jags guy. I'm a Go Texans Jags. guy. The Texans might start 0-5. I think that there's a pretty distinct possibility that Listen, that the Texans are certainly the better team, and they should win this game. However, would I be surprised if the Jaguar, Jaguars won? No, not at all. Uh, I forgot to mention, I'm. this has been a week of celebration. Right. I, I forgot to mention this in the news. Bill O'Brien was fired yes. on Monday. Yes, wonderful news. Huge news for the Texans. Uh, my start of the week is both of these running backs. Both these defenses as a whole, bad. Right. Even more bad is both of these teams' run defense. They get run all over. They're, I think they're both in bottom five in yes. run defense. Yeah. So, and yeah. uh, I think that this is a big week for James Robinson. He's always had big weeks. I also think this is a big week for David Johnson. I think if... You, you haven't liked him recently, but I think that this is a rebound week for him. Absolutely. I mean, if he can't do it against the Jaguars, who can he then, do it against? Then it gets a little scary. Um, I like him both. I think this is going to be a pretty high-scoring game. I think it's a fun game, for I sure. Think I think it's a fun we'll game. Fun uh, it'll, be a good, it'll be a good rivalry. Uh, and I hope that both these running backs do great, because I do have them. I have do both you? of them in my, mo- my most important league. So uh, yeah. everyone hope that they do great come tomorrow uh all right next game is dolphins 49ers great game i would love nothing more than the dolphins to i think beat, the dolphins win i i would love nothing more than for the dolphins to beat the guys who went to the super bowl last year i think the dolphins it would be win. awesome i think that this is my upset of the week however i am uh i okay so my start of the week is debo samuel he looked good he, listen, they didn't use him like yeah, they he would. Yeah, he got like 30% of snaps He was on a snap count. He, he was on a snap count. he looked he, great. He looked really good when he was on the field. He caught all three him of his receptions. and Brandon Ayuk on the field at the same time with yeah. George Kittle in the middle is the scariest thing. And the 49ers don't even pass the ball that much. No. So, no. but... Yeah. So, he caught all three of his passes. He took a uh, he took one carry for 10 yards. He looked very good. Yeah. I'm not worried about his him coming off of his injury. I think he's healthy. He is healthy. Um, the Dolphins are not great against wide receivers, even though they, they put in all this work into their secondary. It hasn't yeah. come together yet. It hasn't come together yet. So I think you can start Debo Samuel. I think he has a good week this week. 
he'll be he'll be just fine. I agree I, with you. I, I would like to also mention though, Devontae Parker on the other side of the ball, who had a great week last week. I believe he had eighteen points. Um, I bet he has more this week. You think he has more points this yes. week? Yes. I'm scared to play. Are you? The Richard 49ers Sherman, have been good against wide receivers. They have. Ryan Fitzpatrick is still their quarterback. That's fair. That's fair. And this is such a Ryan Fitzpatrick game. I, he's looked good throughout the season. I think that it continues right now. That's fair. Um, I I think Devontae has a pretty big week because he's going to have to if they're going to win this game. That's fair. Um, Colts-Browns. I've talked about him already a lot. I'm jealous that Sam has this man on his roster. Kareem Hunt, play him. Darius Leonard was ruled out for the week. He's going to be so good. So the Colts are down one of their best run stoppers. Even if the Colts run defense, which is very good, stops Kareem Hunt, he'll be used in the passing game. I, yeah. He's going to be – this could be the RB1 this week. Certainly, certainly. He'll. I, I am confident that he'll have more than 20 points this week. Yeah. So uh, you can't say it about a lot of people very often, um, but I mean we said it before. With Nick Chubb gone, Kareem Hunt is absolutely a a top seven, top five top running back. Top three running back. You know he's somewhere up there. So you know play him, be happy with what you get. Uh, all right, next game is the Giants and the Cowboys. I'm starting Darius Slayton. Yeah. He's been up and down. I'm I'm with you. The Giants as a whole have looked pretty terrible. Oh, yeah. Since uh, Saquon Since went down. Well, even Garrett. with Saquon, they looked really bad. Yeah. Yep. However, I will say, this is a Jason Garrett revenge game. Sure is. So, uh, and he is hot with fury. And he's <laughs> coming for us. Uh, Darius Slayton is going to have a good game. But Cowboys can't stop anyone to save no. their lives. It's Darius Slayton. A huge reason when, why they're, they when have Darius three Slayton losses. scores touchdowns, he scores them in at least two. Yeah. Anytime he has Back a to touchdown two. in a game... He will have a second one. Yeah. And I think this is a two-touchdown game. Pretty yeah. Nicely. So uh, I would absolutely fire him up. You can start Evan Ingram as well. I know he's been uh, iffy, to say the least. I, I think he'll be fine. I will say the Giants player I'm not super interested in, Golden Tate. Uh, yeah, probably Listen, not. you could play him, but... But if you're not playing him this week, you're not playing him. Yeah, he's a drop for me anyway. So okay, okay. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't roster him on my team, so I wouldn't play him either. Uh, this next game, so Giants-Cowboys should be pretty exciting. The next game I'm going to talk about is not. Uh, the Broncos-Patriots <laughs> are both down to their potentially third-string quarterbacks, uh, depending on who plays for the Patriots. Yep. If this uh, this game, it's the it's the Sunday night game, isn't it? It's, no, 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 no. No, it's the it's Vikings a, game. Vikings, yeah, you're right, you're right. So it's it's an afternoon game. I'm watching Giants Cowboys. I'm turning off the other TV. Yeah, <laughs> it's that Browns Broncos Patriots. It's going to be bad. And the only player who you, you probably have to start is Melvin Gordon. Is not he's not going to have a good week. Fun fact: This game is actually being played on Monday at 4 p.m. <laughs> so just a gross time for a gross game. Okay, well yeah, um, you, you, we don't have to watch it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sitting. Everyone is is the gist. Yeah, it's gross. It's a really gross situation. All right, uh, next game is the Viking Seahawks Sunday night Sunday night game. Um, these are two defenses who have struggled mightily. Two offenses. Well, Seahawks have looked great all season. The Vikings have started to look better and better as way the season better. Gone on. Way better. They, I would say they have a very good offense now. 
so I'm saying play everyone. Everyone. Even Kirk Cousins. I'm oh, fine yeah. with playing yeah, Kirk he's Cousins. A good he's streamer. a very streamable quarterback we, this year. We mentioned this Teddy week. earlier. I think the second best streamer this week is Kirk you Cousins. Can, uh, you can fi- usually fire up anyone against the Seahawks defense oh, yeah. right now. Um, the one player I'm not playing of is, uh, I th- feel like this goes without saying, but Kyle Rudolph. I don't know why you would play him. I don't know what you would see in him that would make you the roster only, him. The only thing that you see is that he had that really cool catch in week yeah, three. Yeah, but also he had a touchdown in the game. He had that was his only catch all, all game. Sure was. He, he had, had six points. Six points. Yeah. You know, so he catches three passes a game, maybe at most, and, and it's for twelve it's for like, yards. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes he's, he gets a touchdown. He is the old Jason Witten when yeah. Jason Witten was with the Cowboys. Um, it's sad. No, he's worse than old Jason Witten. Old Jason Witten still finishes a top 12 tight end. You're right. You're right. Kyle uh, Rudolph does not. No. And the last game we've got this week is the Chargers Saints. This is going to, I think this is going to be a pretty good game. Justin Herbert I has made it. every game that he's played in competitive so far. Oh, Jay Herbo? Against, he looks so good. He looks so good. He looks so good. <laughs> My man, Jay Herbo. Uh, he played well against the Chiefs. Yep. Played well game. last week against the Buccaneers. Big time game. Yeah, he's he's constantly he's, shown up. He's done nothing to was, show me that he is not ready for I this. I was wrong about him. Absolutely. A hundred percent. We were all wrong, I was about, wrong him. about him. And he did the right thing last week against the Buccaneers. Honed in on Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen to me is a top fifteen wide receiver the rest of the year. Oh, he. I mean, if if he's gonna get the number, the target he got numbers that he's getting last, last week. Come on. Yeah. One of the best route runners so in the league, is, you're going to give him 12 targets, he's going to produce. Every he time. is my start. I think that the Chargers running backs, there were hot ads this week with mm-hmm. the Austin Eckler injury. It's going to be tough for them. Saints run defense is really good. Yeah. Keenan Allen's going to have a field day. He'll, he's going to go off. Day. He's going to go off. Um, this could be a sneaky game also for a Hunter Henry TD. Oh, yeah. I, I think so. Any week is, but... Yeah, I think Certainly. I think Hunter Henry is a good tight end option. Oh yeah, um, if you have him on your team, I wouldn't sit him this week. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, all in all, this looks like a pretty good slate of games. We I, I liked all our starts and sits, except for the Broncos Patriots. That's not going to be a good game. <laughs> Had to toss some dirt on that one again. Yeah. Also, you know, any Jets game. Well, maybe, at, yeah. at least you get to watch Kyler Murray. That's fair. That's fair. In the in the Broncos. Ooh, Eagles Steelers. Again, you get to watch the Steelers crush the Eagles. In the Broncos-Patriots game, you get to watch Brett Rippon versus Brian Hoyer slash Jarrett Sidham. That's fair. Bad game. That's pretty gross. Uh, anywho, great doing this with you again, Sam. Absolutely. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Come back next week for episode 23, guys, and uh, stay safe out there. Stay healthy. Yep. Talk to you soon. And hopefully we'll get to you before Saturday next week.